Hi, I'm Demi. I'm Melinda. And we're back. Oh, God. We're doing it a bit different this week. Um, we're not in the studio. It's actually so comfortable. Like, yeah. I just feel so much more relaxed. I'm not wearing shoes. <laughs> I'm wearing slippers. You're wearing slippers. It's just so much nicer. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's a good setup and I think it'll be nice to have this casual environment so we can just chat along. That's right. Which is kind of the main reason we decided to start Mr. Mum's podcast. Realistically, I'd only have to wear a top and I could wear like... <laughs> your pyjamas. Tra- yeah, pyjamas. You could actually wear your dressing gown since you I love could, your dressing gown. I could gown. just fold it down. Yeah. Yeah. No one would ever know. Oh, this is getting better. <laughs> um, so we just wanted to let everyone know that we'll be doing these Mr. Mum's episodes what, probably every fortnight? Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to rotate between having guests on mm. and then just like catching up on our week. And and talking about mum topics that A, people want to hear about, things that we want to talk about. And see, and things that have like actually come up in our lives. Totally. Because we are mums. <laughs> yes, we are. So I have just got back from being away. Mm, where'd you go? Um, I went to Queensland on Wednesday. Yes. With a girlfriend. We stayed for two nights and I came back the Friday night. Um, to be honest, I didn't care what I did while I was there. It was just like I was so done with hearing ma'am, 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 ma'am. Totally. That that was my like the main thing I was looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thoroughly enjoyed not having to think about mum life. Was the was airport there? just like the best? Yep, I watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians oh. on the plane. Um, I also looked at people with kids and I was like, oh, don't miss my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like the first couple of times you ever leave your children and you're kind of like, oh my God. Totally. Like, look at these people, look at their kids. Oh, I just miss that. And now it's just like the opposite. Complete opposite. And that's okay. And you shouldn't yep. feel guilty about that. No, I didn't feel guilty. <laughs> it was like, realistically, it was three days. Yep. Um, and yeah, even I was on the phone in the lift when I was there and a dad of three was like, kids, and I'm like, oh no, don't be silly. Like, don't try and shut your kids up in a lift. Like, I know how hard it is. That's right. He's like, oh, so you know what about, and I'm like, yep, mum of three. three. Yeah. Were you ready to come home or were you like, Mm, I could stay a bit longer? Probably could have stayed another night. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been perfect. Like a three night. Yeah. Stay. Sort of stay. Yep. Um, and then I got home and we went to Melbourne as a family. Just quickly, let's talk about actually getting home first. So when you see your kids like the first couple of seconds, it's like... They weren't awake. Everyone oh, was asleep when I got home Friday night, you, like oh, nine o'clock. Gotcha. Okay. Then the next morning. The toddlers just ran into me, mom, mom, mom. I was so cute. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I definitely would say that I had more patience with them on Saturday. For how long? Um, just Saturday. <laughs> just <laughs> the one, whole day. Just a one day thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because we were going to Melbourne too, like yeah. they were so excited about getting a hotel and, and having a night away. And um, yeah, it was, I had, I was getting on the floor with Archie if he was sooking and I was like, it's all right. Give me a cuddle. Yeah. But as I said, it lasted one day. <laughs> Usually for me, if I come back from anywhere, I'm like, oh my God, hi. And then they have an argument. And like then you're like, the I'm kids, done. And I'm just like. <sighs> why? <laughs> like why? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we went to Melbourne. We were staying for two nights. Um, great hotel space-wise. Like yeah. I had a fridge, cooktop. We could get room service. The kids would sit down. Like space-wise it was fine. But the sleeping is always hard in a new environment. Like Archie just looked at it, the cot as if to say like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so He'd been playing in it with Ollie. And then next minute I'm like, good night. No, and that was your like, issue. You shouldn't have no, let them play in totally, it. That was but the, if that's a sleep zone, that's a sleep zone. I know, but I didn't think about that. Yeah. And it was like in the lounge room when we arrived, the cot. 
So anyway, from the kids all had a late night because like they were so excited and they slept yeah. on the way up. From 9.30 to 11.30, it took me to get Archie to sleep. Get out. And by the end of it, I was rocking him like a goddamn newborn, newborn baby, <laughs> thinking, fuck me, I thought these days were over. And like, well, Did he even like it though? Because you know how they get to he an age so where they like, don't like it. He was so deliriously tired that he was content in the cot when he could see me. Yeah. Like, in, like he just knew that I was there. Yeah. But the minute I tried to like lay back to go to bed, he would start crying. God. Yeah. So he was in our bed. Anyway- he was asleep by 11.30. <laughs> Mum of the year. <laughs> and then the kids woke up at, like, I don't know, eight or something. Yeah. Scarlett and Ollie came in at like 5.30 and were like, can we get up? We said no. Mitch went in there at six. They went <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on. The apart- Was it a, like an apartment? Like kind it was of? interconnecting rooms. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like the kids had their room, a little lounge room, and then it, like we had the doors wide open, the interconnecting doors wide open. Yes. So they just knew to come straight come in. through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then – the next day, like after we woke up, we were like, oh, fuck, okay, that night's over. Mm. Got to buffet breakfast. Archie was just not off his dial but like kind of normal but like screaming because he wanted more food and like yeah, no, but just if being loud. The only part I don't understand is if you're at a buffet breakfast, like can't you just like give him a donut or give him like food we gave he him, wants, like he, the he, best. We gave him everything he could have possibly wanted. And he Waffles, still, Nutella, sprinkles. Yeah, right. You name it, he had it. Apple juice, whatever. You tried your phone, you tried, tried everything. He just, yeah, it's not. Yeah. He's not at the age yet to the like phone the phone. age yet. Yeah. I can't wait for that age. I know. Um, so, no, nothing worked. And he wasn't bad. It mm. wasn't like I had this kid like screaming at the top of his lungs. It was more like, eh, 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 trying to tell me what he wanted. Yeah. And Mitch and I were kind of like, shh, 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 shh. And he doesn't fucking want to be quiet. No, I know. I think that's what's so hard about like – having two older children and then having one younger 100%. child or two younger kids or whatever and you're so used to being able to marginally reason with them yep. or have an actual discussion or tell them why they can't do something. But when they're that age, that's where it seems like the youngest is the hardest yep. sometimes because you're like, no, you can't talk to them. It's just yes or no yep. and then and then like, and then they have a fit. Even sometimes when I say no, he's just kind of looks at me as if to say like, what, what are you even saying? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it just doesn't work. So yeah. – yeah, I think it is hard because he looks at the big kids. Not that they were doing anything – like we were letting him do whatever he wanted, mm. but he was just whinging along the way. Then we went into the city. We went to the um, gallery and tried to, to be like fun parents to take the kids somewhere new. It was fucking horrendous. <laughs> it was hot in there. It was full of people. The kids couldn't <laughs> like have a turn doing anything. I was having a coffee and the lady's like, no drink, food or drinks in here. And I'm like, I'm done. Like probably lasted seven or eight minutes. <gasps> God. And then we left, um, did some shopping around the city. Archie did not want to sit in the pram, obviously. Because, like, why would he? Yeah. Um, and then got back. He had Archie had to sleep. I took the kid, big kids to DFA. We did a little bit of shopping. And to be fair, the big kids were actually pretty good. Like, especially the day before, they were so excited and it was so – like, my heart was so warm seeing them, like, say and hear them say – Thanks, mum. Like, we're so happy. Thank you, mum. Like, this is the best. Oh, that's so cute. So things like that were, like, so nice. But then Mitch and I were like, fuck this. Let's just pack the car up. We are taking the kids um, to go meet some friends and then to the footy. And we just drove home instead of staying on the, set the next night. 
Wait, so the night that you were meant to – I thought you went to the footy. So we went to the footy and then we were supposed to sleep at the hotel again that night. Yes. But then just get up in the morning, have breakfast and drive home because Mitch had to go to work. So we weren't really – we were never doing anything on that next day. Yeah, but it just wasn't worth another bad night. No, nah, it wasn't like, worth right. like the kids not sleeping in their own bed. So we were like, you know what, let's just – we had the hotel all day up until like 4, 4.30 and then um, also lasted – a minute at the footy. Yeah. It was a Essendon and Carlton game. This I know this is not going to mean anything to you, but it was absolutely full, and we had general admission tickets. Right, and just no from me. It's just <laughs> the just, general admission. It just tickets wasn't a just box. A no from me. No, and I don't even sit in boxes. But I think because we sit in family areas, we don't have the super loud, loud, passionate like riffraff. Oh, riffraff's not the right word. Just loudness. Mm. Like Archie was screaming every time the the cheer, like the crowd cheered. He would have blended in. It would have um, been fine. Oh, nah, it was just chaos. You anyway. sounded like a snob. I know, I know. But this was the reality. We were like so far up the top and like Ollie would get a fright every time the, the person next to him was like, an, an older man yelling at the top of his voice. Yeah, I think like, it's hard. You have to be fright. so mindful around kids. Yeah, and, but you can't expect people to be mindful around kids. I know, so like, I know. But I think I don't know whether it's just me like as a mum. like Totally. You're mindful. I, I would be because I've got young kids. Yeah, agreed. You know, so. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I know I sound like a snob, but it just you was do. not. Yeah. But do you know what? If it had have been not such a big game, like just let's just say it was two teams not fighting for the top eight, mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Like not such like a rivalry to Melbourne teams, different. Yeah. And it was a – was it the it was long like weekend? Long weekend. Yeah. yeah, it was 7.30 at night, Saturday night at the G. Yeah, like, it was on. Yeah, it was yeah. on. Um, so, anywho, then we went home early. Mm. And in my, the point of this is I'm like, you know, Mitch and I tried to do a fun, you know, exciting thing for the kids. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, is it even worth it? Yeah. It's like, we just bickered the whole time. Yeah. Me and him. Yeah. Because, like – I just you just would know why. Like I don't I even do have an why. example because we just bickered the whole time and And it's just over the stupid things, just so like you do that. But it's because yep. it's like the energy that yep. everyone's giving each other and it just frustrates you the most because you're trying to do something yep. and then sometimes it just gets shoved back in your face. Yeah. I feel yep. yeah. So I think we're more like day trip type of people. Right. Yeah. Um I will also make note though, um, we're going to Anglesey Big Four in the school holidays mm-hmm. with a bunch of school people like Scarlet School friends. So I will report back on that type of getaway. That's three nights in a cabin. That will be seventy times better. Well, I'll report back. I'll Less let you know. people, I yep. feel. Like as in more ki- more people to distract your kids. Yeah. You're at a caravan park. Yeah. And so there's a it's Within a playground, mm. and I know that, and I feel like everyone will have kids, so it won't be like shh, shh, shh. Like it'll just yeah. be like, yeah, it's for families. Yeah, yeah. But I will report back on that holiday compared to this little holiday staycation. You know what I mean? Can I just say that even the fact that you're staying at a caravan? <laughs> See, I'm not a snob. <laughs> you still are. No, I'm that. not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just good that that's like you've just leaned into it and accepted yeah. that that's actually just part of your life. Yeah, now. I actually think that like. I won't probably see the big kids. Well, hopefully you don't. Like I they'll mean, just be like, yeah, I am bringing my mum. Oh, I didn't know this. Well, she can deal with Archie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, the plot's going to keep thickening. Okay, You're okay. going to end up being like, now I'm not actually staying at the caravan park. It's just <laughs> my mum and the kids. <laughs> no. I will be in lawn. Okay, <laughs> to be fair, the three days that we're there, except for the day that we arrive, Mitch has to come back for work. Okay. 
Um, and I'd already asked my mum to come down on the first night because I just feel like for me and my school mums, that'll be our big night. Right. Okay. So I'm like, mum, just deal with Archie. Have, has anyone else got their mums come in? No. <laughs> No one else has <laughs> has has an Archie, yeah. an 18-month-old. Your mu- No, Archie's fine. It's more no one else has someone and like your mum, I think, who's just – So she'll just – yeah. It. Like if he wants to go to the park, yeah. she'll take him. She'll take him for a walk. She'll get in the pool with him. She'll sit in the cabin while we school mums drink. Yeah, you, you know. can just literally go. Yeah. So we should have just brought your mum to Melbourne. Oh, I did think of it, but I was just trying to do like a, just a little family yeah, thing. Like yeah. I'm like, I don't need my mum all the time, but like realistically <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> and I think but that's important. Like um, we've spoken about it on social media before, but you are just you, – you're so open about the help that you get off your mum and that you know mm. that – and you're just like not afraid to ask for help and you're not afraid to mm. get help. And I think Also in good. the opposite to that, yeah. like it's in my mum's soul to be the way that she is. Like, for example, Mitch goes into state yeah. for footy. She's like, oh, I'll send dad over to stay with you the two nights that he's away. And I'm like, mum, I, I don't need dad to stay here with me. And she's like, no, no, you can't stay at home with the three kids on your own. And I'm like, but I can. <laughs> so I'm not actively like, mum, I need someone to sleep over while my husband's away. She just does it. Yeah. Like she'll just rock up or, well, or my th- dad will just rock up. Yeah, I think um, with Mitch's job, like he obviously goes away a lot. Yeah. You know, for me it would be like the most blue moon situation that Aaron would stay away. Totally. I'd have to kick him out the door realistically yep. <laughs> for yep. him to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so what have we learned? So <laughs> no Melbourne trips. Don't be a fun mum. Just don't even bother. It sucks. I know. I think I'll just do like more – Let's go to lawn for the day. Let's get up first thing in the morning, go for the day, and then have the kids sleep on the way home. Like yeah. things like that. Yeah, I think that's just um, best. And, and it's uh, sleeping in their own bed. Yeah, it's just and their own environment's yeah. so good. Oh. Or leave Archie at home, take the big kids, and as a little special treat. Honestly, like something to contemplate. Yeah, I know, right? Because <laughs> like, it's not like he knows, but then he at the same know. time, you're like, oh, but the family, and you're like, I know. Mum goes up. to me, oh, poor Archie. He just misses out on all the fun. Like, He'll, get him. He'll, He'll get it. He'll get there one day yeah. when I can reason with him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't um, with my kids. So also, just let's keep talking about me. Um, I had my MRI this morning for my knee mm. because about four weeks ago I – well, I think I buckled it or something playing fun Monday Night Netball. Um, I You're trying to be fun again. <laughs> I know. And I actually had so much fun. Like I yeah. loved it. But did something to it and finally got an MRI. Haven't really been at it. Took me a few weeks to be able to exercise properly. Have been back at it for the last week. Had my MRI this morning to walk out of the butchers today and roll my ankle. You're joking. Did and you then, cry? Yes. Did you really? And then I rang Mitch on the way here and I'm like, I need to see sports doctor. <laughs> I had to Sorry. ice it while I was getting my eyebrows laminated. It's not funny. I know. I can't walk properly. You didn't tell me. I didn't even because notice I've you been hobbling. Waiting to tell you now because oh. it happened like an hour ago. Get it's out! Like so you've rolled your ankle. Show me what. Yeah. So anyway. what does that mean now? I don't know. I'm going to see the footy club physio later. I need him to tell me that it's not broken or fractured or anything like it's that. It's not broken. No, Have I you know. ever broken a bone before? No. You know it's broken. I've broken mm. two bones before. So. Like you know? You know. Yeah, or fractured? Broke. Yeah, I know, but what Yours happens? isn't fractured. If you can, you're fine. It feels worse than my fucking knee. Mm. Put it that way. And you don't know the results yet of your knee though, do you? No, nah, I'll find Just, out in like a day or two. Yeah. 
But I just was walking out of the butchers like and so it's in my Yeezy slides, right, that are really squishy mm. and um, not supportive, clearly. Not one bit supportive. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've like gone on an uneven surface and, you know, like yeah. rolled it yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, you know what? If got you don't in my slow yourself cried, down, something slows you down. The universe is trying to tell me yeah, something. it slows you down. Like yeah, it's trying to say like just chill out. Yeah, and I was trying to call Mitch like maybe like five times while he was at work. He didn't answer. No. So I sent him a voice message to tell him what had happened, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, bugger, make sure you ice it." And I'm like, "This is not the type of support that I needed." Yeah, I know, but right now he's off work from okay. An but then like injury. I kept I kept I kept ringing. Yeah, and like that's like SOS. He answered, yeah. and he's like, "What?" And I'm like. <laughs> Why is this happening to me? Like, did you fall over or just nah, kind of just like just twinge it? No, like felt it go though. Like I felt oh. it was horrendously painful. Do at you the reckon time. you've torn a ligament? Yeah, maybe. I was trying yeah. to do research when I was laying there getting my eyebrows done. You probably have cancer. Like if you, that's <laughs> what Google leads you to. It's like I rolled my ankle. Yes. Well, actually. So anyway. Oh God. That's my life at the moment. Yeah. After I did two exercise classes today. Yeah, and this is for the it. Rest this is week. what you're meant to slow down. Chill um, out. I won't be doing anything for the rest of the week at this oh rate. God. Well, you might have to. Don't even I know. I don't even know. No. Anywho. Wow. Let's talk about you. Well, I. Because we've spoken about me the last 15 minutes. To be honest, like I just genuinely now, when you put me on the spot, if you're like, what did you do yesterday? I wouldn't be able to tell you. So just to paint the picture here, I always get really self-conscious about exercising in oh front God, of people. Oh, God. It's just a thing and I've learned that my sister feels it too. It's just very exaggerated in my brain. Like I feel like I'm an overthinker and like I'll literally – I've been really trying to go outside my comfort zone. So Which now I, I've had a gym membership for probably seven years and I just started <laughs> using it. <laughs> Aaron's so happy. It's like impressing him so much. Mm. Anyway, I don't even have to lose like a kilo. And he's just <laughs> like, oh, my God, you're just using the gym membership. My money's not going to waste. <laughs> anyway so I I realized that it's like I think it's a crowd of people like in my brain as soon as I walk into the gym I just feel like people like she's doing that wrong why is she here what's what's she doing like I don't know but you I also just worry about everything. people looking at you when we're boxing I know I just definitely really not. worry and like not looking at me like yeah she's fit because I'm not <laughs> it's more just like she's doing everything wrong what What's she doing? Like it just stresses mm. me out. Anyway, so I started going to the gym. So I've been going really outside of my comfort zone. I started going to the gym like so, you're lifting so weights. early in the morning. I am not lifting <laughs> weights. I can't even look at the weight section. Like that's just yep. – I can't even look down there. Like it's too far outside of my comfort zone. I'd, I'm probably another seven years away from even yeah, looking fair. there. Anyway, so I've been running on the treadmill. Like these, the type of things that I get nervous about are like if my hair's flicking – or something like that. People are like, oh, why is her hair flicking No like one would that? ever think like, that. No one would think that. But no. in my brain, people are thinking that. Okay. Anyway, so here I am thinking, yeah, everyone's staring at me. I'm running wrong or whatever on the treadmill. First off, I only used to walk on the treadmill. I wouldn't even run on the yeah, treadmill. Yeah, and I couldn't. Like, I got stuck into where I'm like, how can you not run on the treadmill? Like, why are you just walking on the treadmill? So and Meanwhile, she's actually a runner. Like she would used to run ten kilometers, like not all the time. A runner. Well, you I can just run. physically run. Yeah, you comfortably yeah. run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's not I something can. that you find like an absolute chore. Like you kind of enjoy. No, running. I enjoy yeah. running. Yeah. Um. So I was on the treadmill, running on the treadmill, and no one else was at the gym. It was like five thirty in the morning or six a.m. or something like that. Which, P.S. I've never been a morning person. The fact that I can even get mm. up at that time and exercise is just astounding. Um. And this guy walks in and he was wearing this like bandana on his head like 
And I just remember thinking to myself, I'm like, because I normally just wear black, like, or these, this is like outlandish for me. Mm. And anyway, and he walked in, he was wearing this like bandana and I was like, oh, gee, you know, like he seems like a confident guy, like good on him for wearing that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a bandana. But I was like, you know, he does look a bit like a pirate, but that's fine. Like <laughs> there's 17 free treadmills. He comes and sits on the one right next, next not sits on that. He walks on the one right next to me. He gets on there, start, starts walking and he starts like shadow boxing while he's walking on the treadmill. And I was just like, Okay, <laughs> alrighty, that's fine. He's shadow boxing, like full boxing, and then he's fist pumping in the air as well as he's walking on the treadmill. Oh my lord! And I thought it was going to stop there, and at that point, because it was so early in the morning, I was like, I'm definitely like still asleep. Like this is a dream, isn't it? But then he starts walking backwards on the treadmill, so he flips around on the treadmill, walking backwards. I don't know the physical benefits of walking backwards on a treadmill. I'm just trying to even picture doing that. I, I like I can't. I when he first flipped around, I was like, "What is going on?" Anyway, and then he flips around back, starts his shadow boxing again and fist pumping again. By this stage, because it's only me and him next to each other, and then seventeen free treadmills. Everyone thinks it's he's like my husband. <laughs> And then he keeps just doing that for about 20, 25 minutes and I was just like, okay. And then he was done with his treadmill time. He went over to this machine where you're meant to actually like sit there and put your feet on it and pedal. Mm -hmm. He stands there and like does it with his arms. (laughs) And so I was like, all right, that's when the penny dropped for me. I was like, do you know what? If a pirate can walk backwards on a treadmill at the gym – no one's looking at me. They're looking at the pirate. No one's looking at your hair flicking while you're running. No one. Literally no one. What's the up what's the Mr. Update? <clears throat> so we've never said this publicly, really, but Ever. Literally ever. Yeah. Well, are we gonna be talking about the same thing? We're changing manufacturers. Yeah. Yeah. We've never said we've never told our Mr. Community that. Like No, and it's just like it's just like, It's been going on since August last year. Yeah. Um we to start Mr. Initially we had to get a set of tools made. So tools are like the the things that essentially spit out your product. Yeah. So it's kind of like the machine that makes your product. It's and like a mold. We, and because we invented our lid, we had to get molds or tools made up. Yes. To spit out our lids. Yes. So that's probably like when you are starting a business if you are inventing something, which I really don't recommend. <laughs> it's a very that's the probably the most expensive part of the and whole And the time situation. consuming. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we did that fast forward three years, which was when we decided to make the change. We needed a bigger factory, someone that could keep up with our supply. Like we were sick of selling out. We were sick of our current manufacturers not taking any, um, like any, not responsibility, but kind of like that word, like ownership. Yeah. Of ownership if of if something's happened, wrong or whatever. Yeah. Um, so now we've kind of outsourced it to a company that will deal with our manufacturing company for us. Mm. So it's kind of like just someone to deal with distribution. Yeah. Um, and I would say that like the amount of people that are like, oh my God, Mr. Looks like it's booming. Like, well done, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, yes, we love that. But on the flip side, like we've been, we moved our moulds from A to B last year or at the start of this year to then be told that they can't be used. So we had to get fucking new moulds done up. <laughs> oh, that was the worst And day. then like, you know, we've decided to do this. We've signed contracts and then behind the scenes we're kind of like, well, have we made the right decision? Yeah. Because we have thousands and thousands of amazing products that 
have been amazing. Yeah, the like people have absolutely loved. loved. Are we making the right decision? Yeah. Like, Are we focusing on that 1% or 2% yeah. that we could just improve? And I think this kind of comes down to you and I where we're like, we do just genuinely want the best for our customers. And I think Every that's, day. it's almost to a fault where it's like it stresses us out so much where we might get in it within a day – 15 people telling us how much they love the product mm. or messages what on they Instagram use it for, or like yeah or just telling us how they help them and then we get one person mm. who emails us and thinks that for some reason we're trying to mislead them this is literally an email I got a day yeah. or two ago and it's like how on earth would we yeah no we're trying our absolute best and so we're just always trying to improve our product and always trying to improve our company to get the best from people and I think that's why we ultimately made the switch but it has caused obviously so much more stress so much more stress so we're waiting for these samples to arrive and we can only hope that they're 1000 times better than our current Mr. Bottles yeah, I think... Um, but at least the same. <laughs> yeah, we want them to be the same. Like, we want them to be the same quality, but just more consistent and be able to get our stock when we want it. Totally. We don't c- want such, like, a massive time frame around ordering and arriving. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we've also gone from ordering, what, 1,000 initially, thinking, like, we're going to be giving out Mr. Bottles for birthday and Christmas presents for the rest of our lives. And now we're up to the 10,000s. <laughs> I remember the first day we went on sale. I know. I thought the orders were fake. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so that's been a bit stressful. It's been like this end. underlying stress. Like there yeah. was actually a period of time where I was moving house, mm. completely relocating. Leo was waiting for his lung surgery. Yes. And we were moving manufacturers. Like they were like the three biggest elements in my life and I was just doing this big, massive shift. And yep. so far we've moved house. Leo has had his lung surgery. Successfully. Successfully. Yep. And now we're just waiting for the the new product to come through. So I'm really stressed, but it's yeah. the final thing. And then something else will come up, I no know. doubt. But still, like, hopefully we can meet on the other side of this. And look, at the end of the day, like, they're the hard decisions that you have to make. Yeah. And we're doing it, like, for the future of our business. Like, That's right. it, it's not something that we were just going to make a decision overnight or anything like that. Like this was the future of our business. It was a massive decision. We got our husbands in for a team meeting to talk about the pros and cons. Um, And yeah, we can only hope that – well, we know. We know it's going to be the best thing for us. It's those types of things. Like we really do want the best for our customers because you'll – I think we've established that you're a stalker. Yeah. In (laughs) – at the podcast so far to the point that like if someone – leaves a comment on Facebook, Melinda will personally look up their name to figure out their order to like be able to contact them in some way just to say, to say like, oh, no, you're doing this wrong. Or no, if I can help you do this. Like, is that your fucking school alarm again? Yes. Oh, my God. To pick up Leo. Yeah. Lol. If I, can, if I go onto a, a, like a formula feeding group mm. – and I, re- I type in Mr, which just makes my anxiety go to level 10 because yep. I really don't want to see mm. – I won't be able to handle anything bad written about it. Yeah. But if I see someone goes, oh, mine's not re- like doing this, I'll be like, oh, and I'll look yep. up their order and I'll then email the person. That's how much we want the customer to be getting the best out of their Mr product. Like that's not necessarily normal. No, it's definitely not businesses. normal behaviour. Like yeah. I don't see like Dyson contacting no. – <laughs> Finding where we like genuinely care like we sent um a bottle i got in contact with sam frost management to see if we could gift her a bottle with absolutely nothing in return it's purely just because i'm like 
it is the easiest way to formula feed. Yeah, so like I want you to like I well. actually want to give this to you to, to help yeah. you formula feed. And the I manager mean. replied saying because I explained what Mr. was. Because right. you know, yeah. I still feel like we're a small business and we still need to explain Mr. and what our product is. And the manager replied being like, Hi Demi. Oh my gosh, Mr. was my number one baby product. It was an absolute savior for my one year old, my now one year old, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Thank you so much. You've just made my day. I don't think I knew you were even sending it to Sam Frost. And then I told Aaron, because he works in the warehouse, and he saw the label. He's like, Sam Frost? Mm. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very exciting. Yes. So she – I didn't even know she actually switched to formula. I can't believe who told – I can't remember who told us. It was probably like literally but one of our followers. Honestly, our Mr. Community tell us everything. Yeah. And the day that I um, – I must admit, I did a story – saying Martha, I don't know how to say her last name, from maths, Martha and Michael, you know. Yes. So it's I just Martha K. Martha K. So I did a story saying, oh, my God, Martha's introduced a tiny little bit of formula, like how do I get her a Mr. Bottle? And I tagged her. We've sent her messages before and, like, she's never seen them. Mm. Woke up in the morning and I'm like, she's fucking replied. No, I sent it to yeah, you. You, sent me a screenshot. you didn't even know. I thought you would have known. No, I left the I was message boxing. Unread. I went straight to boxing. Yeah. Um, and she's replied saying, oh, my gosh, my my inbox has flooded with people telling me that I need a Mr. Bottle. What is it? Yeah. She's like, what is Mr.? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, our Mr. Community are just the best. Mm. Like, the, everyone helped that situation. Like, that wasn't me. No. That wasn't Mr.'s message. Like, that was our Mr. Community. And, um, yeah, was able to send her a Mr. Bottle. We literally have people... Like if someone's in, as an example, baby bunting and they're trying, they're looking for like their formula feeding or something yeah. and then someone overhears a conversation or can see what they're looking at and they own a Mr. Bottle, they're like, no, don't, don't buy, buy that. Yeah. You need this. Like I feel, I don't know other brands that have that I know, loyal so of a following. So lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And I think our community um, and our followers are why and how we've started this podcast. Like really. Oh, because absolutely. Like, who else is going to fucking listen to us? No, that's right. Talk shit. I know. Well, Aaron, no, nah, he probably won't even listen. Yes, he oh, will. No, nah, I'm joking. Yeah, he'll listen just to see, like, is she saying anything bad about oh, me? I said that to Mitch. I'm like, are you even going to listen? He's like, mm, don't have much Mitch time to listen. So. Oh, my God. But now I'll make him listen. Yeah, make him listen. Yeah. Um, I think perhaps we have the type of following that we do where people are so loyal. It's because we've taken the time out of our day to really care about the formula feeding community. Mm. And I feel like since ne- – until now they may have felt forgotten. Totally. And just like when you stop breastfeeding, it's almost like, okay, well, you can go figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Whereas we're like, no, we're here for you. We're here for you. We're here to help. Yeah. We have – we've actually had um, a number of mums cry to us at the baby expos. I know. Um, and just say like, you know, I was absolutely devastated when breastfeeding didn't work out for me. Like it was almost traumatising. Yeah. And then they were like, you know, your product and your support online has just made me feel 1,000 times better. Yeah. Um, and they're like tearing up talking to us about it. I know. I'm getting like, the goosebumps oh right now. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a good it's feeling. Best, it is. It's actually yeah. the best feeling and it's kind of like – I'm not sure if we've ever spoken about this before, definitely not on the podcast, but on any platform, is that you and I, I think we feel so successful now already – because of how many people like we've actually helped like in our wildest dreams we like would have loved this to have happened where people are like oh my god like this has been the best or thank you so much yeah for helping me ease so much stress or, yeah or take the anxiety things. out yeah where With we've that just green light just that little green light that little green light mm. and 
just genuinely helped people and I think that's just the best feeling. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And I feel so successful for that. Yeah. Like the yeah, business yeah. side of stuff, if someone came up to me and was like, hey, can you help me with my business? Yeah. I'm like, why would you ask me? Yeah. I actually don't know. <laughs> ask me how to help someone formula fee. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I'll be like, oh, I'll be like gotcha. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the business side of things, I'm like, huh? <laughs> I know, I think the same. Yeah. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, I don't even know how we did it, especially the fact that we had three-month-old each when we first caught up to start mister and we've actually grown a business alongside having kids like that is one question that always gets asked by our mister community like on our instagram page is like how do you do it yeah and i'm like i don't have like a magical answer to say how we do it i think there's been times where we've probably haven't been able to give mister our all because we've just been it's been too hard but i think like you know, starting this podcast is because we have one at school, one at kinder, like Aaron's now at home to help you a lot more than he ever has been previously. Um, and we're just making the time. At the end of the day, nothing's going to happen unless you make the time. No, that's right. And I think like there's so many, there's never been a time, I can honestly say there's never been a time where I'm like, I just want to quit. Like I mm. don't want to do it. I haven't even come close to that. Yeah, no, neither. But I, I, I think that's because it is such like a, passion project for us too yeah and I think unless you have that element to it Mm. it would be almost borderline impossible to have a business alongside a growing family yeah you have to love it like you have to love even the lows yeah you have to when you do hit a valley is a valley the low point when you if you hit a I think it's the yeah if you hit a valley you have to be able to embrace that for what it is yeah and and yeah and get creative to get out of it but yeah otherwise as soon as like because you come to so many roadblocks yeah and and I guess for us too it wasn't even about there was nothing even about whether you breastfeed or formula feed it's more just like we're supporting everyone lately you've been sharing your Monday through to Friday dinners do you think that that like the planning is helping your household I can't begin to describe how much that helps me. Like yeah. as soon as I get the gross, the weekly shop done, I don't have to think about it for the rest of the week. I don't have to have an argument every day with my husband mm. when I say to him, hey, what do you want for dinner? And then he tells me what I want, but it's what he wants, but it's not what I want. So then I re- rebuttal and I'm like, yep. no, that's gross. Yep. And then end up cooking what I want anyway. But I mean, like I just don't have to have that argument. Yeah. And you're organised. I guess you just get to that day and you're like, all right, we're having chicken tonight. Oh, it's the best to yeah. like – to just have that – I know that I fall apart and my household falls apart realistically if if I haven't done that big weekly shop for the week or if you're constantly going down to the shops to constantly yep. get things and it's just such a time waster and is the biggest game changer in my household for sure. Are you doing a weekly shop? Yeah, I do. I do do a big shop. I try I, – I probably tend to plan Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and then – like when it gets closer to Thursday, Friday, I'll probably deal with that then. My tips for like doing a weekly shop is towards the end of the week, I know everyone's tired and mm. especially Leo, I don't want to argue with him about what's for dinner by Friday night. He's so cooked from school. Yep. Um, I I always make things on a Friday night or a Thursday night that I know we're going to have no arguments about. So mm-hmm. it's like Friday night might just be sausages and bread, which is what it is this week for them, not yep. me. I will have one though, yeah, but I, I mean, say, I love a <laughs> I've never bread. not had one when I've cooked them. Um, but I just know that he's gonna. If I say it's sausage and bread for dinner, he'll just go, "Oh yeah," and it's a happier mood. Yeah, I don't care if he has gummy bears for dinner. Yeah, well, I do a bit. No, I don't. But I mean, like, as long as there's no arguments, because he's already on edge towards the end of the week. Yeah, so. that's a good tip. 
Yeah, so that's what I do when I plan my meals. And I think – and I, I, I am one to enjoy having a different meal every single night and I do like to rotate like red meat, white meat, what type of carb or whatever mm-hmm. and salad and veg. Like I really do like that rotation. So that does work best when the whole week's planned out. Yeah. And just because I know you're going to have one, but what is your first world problem this week? Okay. So I have – I've had two. So one of them, which I keep trying to discuss with you and you never want to listen to me speak, <laughs> is about my fake tan. So I needed I I needed a tan that was like good that for the weekdays. That's not You know that the last time I asked you what your first world problem was on the podcast, it was a fake tan one. No, so I needed that fake tan. So that was a different one. That's an instant yeah, tan. Yeah, no, but it was a fake tan related. Yes, I know, but that had too much glitter in it. And so that was its own separate issue. That was a whole different type of tan. This is like a weekday tan that I can exercise in because I can't handle having no tan on my body. But I'm exercising like five days a week and I'm sweating in like the joints of my arm and whatever. And I, I needed a tan that I could put on that was just a very light very light glow that fades off nicely and doesn't become patchy because I also can't handle that. So I ended up buying um, the fake tan in a lighter version of the current tan that I have and I'm thoroughly enjoying that, very thoroughly enjoying that. Okay. So I'm glad you resolved your yes. first world problem. And the only way that I can discuss this with you is live on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you actually wouldn't listen to me. So It would probably go in one ear and right out the other. Yeah, but you'll just wait. Uh, it's just the best tan ever. I'll never use it. I know. You know. I know. Yeah. Um, so that's that. That's been my biggest issue, but that's resolved now. And then um, my bronzer that I really like, which is just my, my face bronzer. Yes, ma'am. They've gone up to $90. So How that used to, be used to be $70. Now it's $93. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, anyway. How much do they used to be? 70 70 Wild. I still got it because I actually just can't live with it. Hopefully my husband's not listening to this. <laughs> it was $9, not $90. <laughs> um, but I can't live without it. Mm. I had to get it. So. Go you. Ah, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That was my first one problem, but that's solved now. So, basically, everyone's going to think that you're a diva and I'm a snob. Yeah. On this podcast. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great start to the podcast. Anyway. Um, and what's on for the week? This is the start of the week. What's on for your week? Anything you need to report back on? Recording another episode of... Yes, we are. We've got a guest. Yeah, with an exciting guest. So apart from that, like I feel so tired this week. Like today I could not function. I reckon I said to Aaron like 17 times, I'm just so tired. It's just like... Did you have a nap? I tried to. I had a little 10-minute one. Oh, no, it's good. That was perfect, actually. Like, I woke up a bit more refreshed, so. Love that for you. Yeah, but that's actually literally all I've got on this week. Mm. I don't have much on. I'm actually going to Toddy's in Lawn on Sunday. Oh! I'm very excited. I had, I've had, like, two people send that to me, telling me that yeah. I should go there. Been dying to go since it basically opened. Yes! Um, it's got Mitch you written all over it. Sunday. Actually, we're actually going up for, okay. This is my social calendar this week. Thursday night, I've got my three-year-old kinder, so Ollie's kinder drinks like social night thing which yes yes it's a thursday night yes um friday night i'm going to melbourne to have dinner with my cousins <laughs> my brother i'm shaking my head you can't see me um and saturday night we're taking the big kids to the super cats game okay and sunday night i'm going to toddy's for dinner okay i can see why you only plan until wednesday so yep. i'll like happily have <laughs> Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday meals done too. Yeah, so that's my social calendar for the week. Oh, good Lord. All, All right. right, well, 
Let's chat again later. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.